Good everyone, what's up? And welcome to another episode of Horries Tell Stories. Let me just say, best podcast in the West. <laughs> the data shows it, boys. The data shows, the data shows it. What were you saying about the uh, 100K? They took like 100 uh, episodes to get to 100K? Oh, well, look, to put things in perspective, so I think we're, we're well over 40K uh, streams now. And just me, you know, out of curiosity, going back and, and just looking at other podcasts in, in Perth and, you know, Australia, NZ. So there was one I come across, I think it's the top one in Perth, they just hit 100k streams. Now, they had been going since 2019. And to think when we started, I had a look this morning, we started, we dropped our first episode April the 29th this year. And this is episode 17, so we're doing all right boys, we're doing all right. So, um, but yep. The week before our triathlon, Neff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually yeah. just bumped into someone. I picked up a vape off the bro. He's a vape hustler, eh? Because he vapes, but he's like... Uh, How many of them going yeah, around, bro? How Sh- much? How much? Bro, uh, cheap, I'm looking for cheap, some cheap, 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 no. bro. He's <laughs> trying to sell me boxes. I was like, because oh, I just needed one for the uh, on the beers. Um, yep. He's like, give me a plug on the on the, on the the potty. I was like, fuck yeah. But it was in the in the park. Meet me in the park. And it was like a drug deal. I was like, yeah. oh, fuck yeah. That hard case. Oh, crack up. But anyways, uh, yep. Back with the boys. Caelan Pong's cousin. Uh Kia ora brothers, yeah. Coach Job. Kia ora, kia ora, kia ora. What's going on, boys? Uh, not a lot, bro. Yeah. Love this. Love potties. Yeah. Love potties. Favorite day of the week. Hard, hard. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a guest back in the building. Um, bro, he's he's been in the professional rugby rugby game. He's played for just going off the top of my head now. Played a had an appearance for Canterbury. Yep. Crusaders. Congrats, congrats to bro. I'm uh, Canterbury man. Fuck the Went on to play for Otago. And Northland, yeah, correct, correct. Beautiful, Also played for the Highlanders, and you're with the Blues. I was with the Blues period as well. Eh? Yeah, didn't yep. get a cap though. Yep, closest yep. nah. was I was on the bench. Yep, yep. Uh, about to good. get on. No, 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 sit down. Is sorry. Oh, <laughs> who are we gonna who are we gonna go on for? It was in it was in the Caketon Hurricanes. Oh, oh blues. yeah, nah, true. Got a jersey though. Hey, that's all that matters. Who did who didn't they bring off, bro? Oh, me, Chris Smiley, uh, maybe a... F- but who were they going to pull um, off the field f- oh, for you to go on? Oh, man, a pretty stacked team, mate. It was probably like a Benson Stanley or Ooh, a Ranger or sort of thing. Yep. 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 Ah, nice, bro. Um, and he's also dabbled overseas as well, but is currently involved in property, which uh, we'll get into depth then. Um, and that's Aaron Bancroft. Your team. Welcome, brother. What's up, bro? Yeah, bro. yeah awesome welcome. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Thank you for coming on, giving up your time, bro. Um. Let's roll into Pit and Peak, boys. Yeah, who wants to yeah. start? Might as well go left. I'll start us off. Um, yeah, fuck, had a good weekend. Um, had the challenge prize giving, had a boat party. The Niffle Job was on there. Oh, I Dino was on there too. Um, fuck, it was, it was hectic. It's always good, eh? I should have pushed it out a little bit longer. Um, Shirts were on, though. Yes, yeah, shirt was on. Shirt was on. Like I was gone, skis, eh? But um, yeah, went back to the hotel. Um, not really a pit, but um, as we're leaving to go to the clubs after the boat, Bumped into these drag queens that were coming into the hotel that I was staying. <laughs> I was like, what's going on, queens? And then had a bit of a photo. Had my drinks all waiting there, get ready for the Uber. Took a photo and um, I was like, oh, where are you from? And she was like, oh, he was Palmy North. I was like, oh, I'm from Palmy North too. And she was like, fuck off. Anyways, that was a hard case. So turns out someone messaged me, go, do you know who you bumped into? There was some RuPaul's uh, drag queen race TV show. My missus watches that, bro. Right. And um, a winner from the show. Um... Spanky Jackson, so Spanky, Spanky Jackson, <laughs> and she, he's keen to come on the potty when he's back in Perth too. So, um, but Otago took the photos and then um, get ready to jump in the Uber. 
And I was just cracking up and then turned around and then the fucking the three drags stole my drinks. <laughs> I was like, hey, where my drinks? I thought I was fucked up. They're like, hey, the drinks were right there. And I was saying, I was like, oh, these fucking bitch. But it was hard case. You got rolled by drag queens. <laughs> there was this big like Islander drag. They were all massive. You seen the photo? Oh, well, you're small. Yeah, though, yeah, yeah. Nah, mm. nah. But bigger than the bro. All parts too. He's taller than me. And then the big one was like, "Cheer the bros, cheer the bros." <laughs> Went from his drag queen high pitched voice, and he's like, "Cheer the bros, cheer the bros." So fuck, I was cracking up. But um, yeah, good little challenge party. Um, yeah. So I guess that was a bit of a, a pit peak. But um, just the other week, boys, I won an auction on a um, actually a month ago on a Larry Bird Magic Johnson. I was bidding on it online. And You're addicted, didn't, bro. Didn't yeah. think, signed jersey, didn't think I was going to win it. And fuck, the bidding time cut off. And oh, congratulations. I was like, oh, fuck, I've got to pay for this motherfucker. Turned up to the gym and I pretty much left it in my gym office in the box for ages. Mrs. was like, what the fuck's that? And I was a bit scared. You know, when you purchase something and the missus mm. is, you shouldn't have bought it. And um, I was like, oh, it's for the gym. A couple of weeks later, she's like, what the fuck is that? And I had to tell her, bro. So I had to man up and be like, oh. Um, Females can't talk yeah. anyway, bro. They're the worst oh, at buying oh, yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. they don't Let, need. Try to, try to, you know, um, babe, it's fuck looks good, you know, Magic Bird, Larry Johnson. She didn't, she, she didn't care, bro. So, but um, that's pit and peak, boys. So yeah, nice, that's me, coach. Yeah. Um. So the what have we got? The pit of the week, boys, is um. So my app. Um. I paid that eight thousand bucks to get my live score data. To flow through the app it was working nicely so i thought we're ready to launch this up so that i can start like giving it out to people and they can just start using it and giving me feedback bro for when we do an actual live launch later testing yep but it's not going to be ready till october the 22nd obviously the nrl and afl are both done boys and those are the two that i had paid for for Big the year eh? yep and they the company said you that your subscription has ended, so <laughs> I'm gonna have to try and come up with some more cash only for fans. next season. But only um, fans. OnlyFans, get some extra cash just just for side. two months, yeah, just for two months, <laughs> 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 just one time. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we we're gonna have the app up and running by October the 22nd. That's when the the final model drops. Yep. Um, so I can start having a tutu with it and stuff like that, and and just give it to you guys to just have a, have a little look around, bro. But the live scores and the live data, we won't be able to use it because that subscription has ended. So I'm gonna have to. <laughs> it's my next little hurdle. It was the it was something that I wanted to get up and running, like I've spoken to you guys before about it. But obviously, that's a little pit for me with the app not being able to uh, get up and running. But always, yeah. You're always going to come across those obstacles, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going that's through a startup and all that kind of stuff, eh? Yeah, uh, just not even knowing how to navigate that whole app space as yeah, well. Yeah, but yeah, that's, that's a bit of a pit, bro. But yep. October 22nd, I can drop the app and I get people to have a look at it and start using it. Yep, yep, just mean. won't have that data to put through it. That's all right, yep. bro. Yeah. Uh, the peak of the week, boys. I'm starting a new business. Hey. New business. I am now a uh, body fat scanner representative. Oh, no. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So um, through Evolt, yep, yep, the Evolt yep. scanners. So I should be up and running in the next couple of weeks, boys, and you can start promoting myself uh, to gyms. And you, obviously the app comes with it as well. It has a lot of nutrition and stuff that comes through the app. Yeah. And just take it into the gym. So I'll come into an F45, and then people will pay for the body scanner services and stuff like that as well, bro. Did you, so, are you hiring it or did you buy it out? Outright and it hurt, bro. Hurt the bank yeah, account, yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I thought it's going to be an investment. Investment, yeah. yeah. And Make so, um, back. yeah, Hard. for sure. And then I can incorporate it with my own clients and yep. challenges. Challenges and, and stuff, yeah, mean. And then I can start upping my prices a little bit as well, boys. Mean. Extra little service on the side. Hard. 
Yeah, yes, bro. so that's a bit of a peak, and I should Gretz. be up and running in a couple of weeks. Awesome. Mm. Gretz, bro. Might have to have a hire. Oh. <laughs> I was going to suss out after this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ezra. Um, yeah, Pitt, probably um, taking the kids back to school. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> some may say it's a peak, but um, nah, probably a pit. We had a really good two weeks yep. you know, hanging out down the beach and it's actually down there with my son and um, there's a cousin there rocked up, full ponytail, bronzer, had the old G-string on, G-banger <laughs> on, <laughs> and uh, he starts strutting down the beach eh, and my boy's like, bum, bum cheeks, bum cheeks, <laughs> like, calm down, calm down, there's bum cheeks in Australia, you know, you see them, yeah. man, bum cheeks, man, bum cheeks. <laughs> oh, he's embarrassing me. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I had a really cool couple of weeks with them. Um, down Mandra, bro? Yeah, down Mandra, mm. um, and then I've obviously gone back to school, and then probably my peak was just hanging out with Mumsy, she had a couple of spare days this week, kids, hey. are, kids are at school, yep. Yep. so I've got a couple of good quality days in with Mumsy, yeah, yeah, nice. just hanging out, doing the old coffee and the walk around the lakes, and yeah. romantic stuff, you know, it's yeah, always... Um, quality, whānau <laughs> time, yeah, can't yeah. go wrong with that. Yeah, yep, that's probably my my pit and peak, bro. Nice. Yeah, how sure. many um how many kids you got, bro? Two, two. Yeah, two kids. Yeah. Mean yeah. how old? Uh, they're eight and four, uh, five. Oh, good ages, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah good yeah. ages. Real sure. active and you know, yeah. sun's out, so it's time to get out there and do some stuff. And yeah, for sure, yep. get amongst it in Perth. Yeah, yeah. It was, um, yeah. at the bro, uh, Mike P, his son's birthday the other week. Went down there, met the bro. I was like, oh. Uh, within 10 minutes Bro, you keen on the potty In a couple of years <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes, bro Two, Two minutes, minutes yeah. Bro, like, oh, fuck you You know, don't wear me keen on the potty, eh And Mike's just sitting there like Oh, fuck yeah He's only been here for two minutes <laughs> <laughs> This, this fella's got that look too If yeah. he sees someone He goes Yeah, yeah And he, he's sussing bro, you. I got the potty eye, bro yeah, I got yeah, the potty yeah, yeah, eye yeah. Bro, within minutes Bro, even old Spanky Jackson, bro Straight away Oh, potty opportunity yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one, bro um, My pit Obviously I missed the boat party, boys Fucking apologies for that. It's a pit. Look, yeah, it is, it's a bro. Pit. It looked like you had fun too. Um, Will sucking on toes. Yeah. Fuck, I um, seen that on the Monday. Up. Mm. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, bro. Sucking uh, on toes. I actually got the invite too, but I yeah, uh, yeah. but late notice, say, yeah, but yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, be on the next one. I think. Approved, yeah. eh? You've got to need more time than a week, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, need yeah. four yeah. weeks, eh? Yeah, to yeah, put yeah. That permission slip in. I put mine in five, five or six. <laughs> but the Months. Misses, are, misses there anyway. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> so you're missing the boat party. I missed yours as well. So I missed yeah. a couple, couple yep. fucking boat parties, boys. So next one, next one. Peak though. Oh, it goes. It's kind of like a pit and peak. Um, I used that time well, I felt. Yep. Um, you know, put a bit of mahi into doing up a sponsorship package sponsorship. for us. I think yep. it's, it's you know, we've got a good case to push, bro, and I think it's it's a good time for us to start approaching sponsors and, and really try and monetize this thing. Yep. Um, so, yeah, done that. Uh, it's stressful, to be honest. It's the first time I've ever really done something up like that. So looking forward to going out, knocking on a few doors, getting rejected if we, you know. Yep. I'm expecting to get rejected a few times, but hey, that's it is what it is, bro. That nightclub theory, Neff, you, you go and approach ten Sheilas. Yep. We're only <laughs> looking for one. Yep. <laughs> we're only, we get the one, that's all we're doing, that's all we're out to do. Yep. Right. Lights so, yeah. come on. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But yeah, uh, well, the bro had been doing the mahi and me and the bro have hung over the next day and I seen all the messages, but I was fucked up, bro. Yeah. Trying to watch my kids while you're hung over is just the worst. It's the worst bro. And the bro's yeah. Done the mahi and he's having this chat and I was trying to read it. I was like, oh, fuck, I'll get back to you later on. Sorry. Bro, I knew too when I was writing. I was like, these boys won't give a fuck yeah, right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyways, um, so let's get into you, Ezra. Um, give us your background, bro. Where about you from? Yes, I'm South Island Māori. Um, same, bro. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Naitahu. Where about? Mm. Uh, Marlborough. 
So oh, top right. of the south. Yeah, yep. Tas- Tasman. Like some Blenheim, Conaways or Blenheim, something. Yeah, yep. Blenheim. So there's a, um, we're actually a um, military family. So yeah, true. Um, Woodburn is a little Air Force base just down on the edge there outside of Blenheim. Mm. So brought up there and man. Awesome, awesome upbringing, eh? Yep. Just typical Kiwi upbringing out, outside till the bloody yep. sun goes down and uh, the uh, a lot of sun down there too, eh, bro? No one, no one for those sunny days. Blender, yeah, mate. yeah, beautiful climate, good wine. Mm. Yep. Not that I dabbled back then, but um, yeah. So, so grew up down there. Yep. Um, made it, yeah, and then schooling. Um, Rimwick is a little school just there, and yep. then when I got to high school, it was Marlborough Boys, Marlborough Boys College. Yep, yep. And a few of the young fellas like Kate Pookie and Joe yeah, Wheeler, yeah, true. Um, Quinton McDonald, yeah, some good, some good talent comes out of that top of the south, particularly Nelson, Marlborough mm. side. So yeah, yeah, hard. Uh, pretty cool, pretty cool place to grow up. And yeah, no, nice, bro. And um, from did you just stay in Blenheim throughout your whole time? Did you relocate anywhere? Yeah, so. Um, well, went through the, the age grade footy and, yep. and Blenheim, right through to high school, you know, first 15 and that. And yep. The jump to Canterbury, mm. moved down. Um, I think every, at that after time. After school, bro? Yeah, after school. Yep. Yep, yep. So at that time, it was every young sort of Canterbury and Marlborough man's dream yeah. to be a crusader, bro. So that was the dream. And yep. I was, I was going to go down there and chase that. Yep. How, how yeah. was your time down there, bro? I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Mm. I've got made so many mates, bro, in the academy set up because yep. I went straight from Marlborough, uh, playing for Marlborough as well. And then down there, um, into an academy set up and, oh, bro, you know, the talent is wicked and you're all out, out there trying to do the same thing, got that same co- common goal. Mm. Um, and, and it's really cool to go from a small town to a big city where everyone's sort of um, got the same vision and same drive and, and shooting for the same thing. Yep. So yep. just surrounding yourself with those people was, was really cool. What would you, this is this is me being a Canterbury fan, what would you say separates Canterbury from, from the rest, like in terms of, They've had a lot of success mm. over the years. Mm. Arrogance, um, bro, by the sound of it. <laughs> <laughs> Arrogance, that's but what I'm getting it, here. Is it something to do with? Is it something to do with like their, their culture? Like what, what's different about what they have? Yep. In your uh, opinion, compared to certainly the culture. Um, big difference for me was probably coaching as well. Yeah, okay. I think they've got real elite coaching, and then becomes player driven. Mm. You know, they learn the ways, and then it's all player driven. Certain, certain high standards of yep. everything game. Yeah, very high standards. Obviously, yep. Richard McCaw. That's the peak of yep. player driven environment and yep. being professional and leading by example, I guess, as well. Yeah, eh? just yeah, yep. And then you got those young guys coming through, mentoring off the, straight off the back of that. Yeah, oh, yep. That's how we do it. That's how we do everything here. And then that develops that culture of you know success and yep. Yep. yeah. How many appearances did you have at Canterbury Bar? Uh, one, bro. Just the one. one. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Against uh, Wellington. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. And it was in a semi-final too. Yeah. 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 Um, and so Did you start, bro? No, I didn't. Come off Could the bench. Be. It was yeah. like Casey Lolala. Oh, mate. The, the lineup Good. was phenomenal, yeah. eh? Like, yeah. uh, what year was that, this? Sorry, bro. Uh, what year did we have the cap on? It was... Oh, so, was it 06? No, before then. Sorry, bro. But it was, you know, Dan yep. Carter. Yep. That's Casey when like, a lot of All Blacks were kind of playing NPC and Yeah, yeah, that's like right. That, eh? That's right. Different environments sort of where it is now when it yeah. was... Um, Oh man, it was yeah. But the, the lineups you come back and say it was, it was crazy. All, all blacks and yeah. super rugby players, so heap yep. of talent. But um, I had the one cap there, um, and that was sort of the end of the season. Yep. Yep. Um, and then got a shoulder tap, and it was Greg Cooper who'd had for tw- yep. age grade stuff saying, "Hey, I want you to come down and be a part of the Highlanders." And Man. and I was actually really torn. I was really torn. Every kid you'd think, "Fuck, jump at that straight mm. away." But I was all I wanted to do was be that Crusader and Canterbury man. Yep. Yep. Um, and then. I wasn't going to get the opportunity to be in super because of the lineup was pretty pretty stacked, awesome. Eh? Yeah, pretty yep. stacked. So it was, oh, I'm okay. Islanders. Yep. Yeah, new adventure. Off we go. Yeah. So that's sort of where it went. 
the same was um, old Richard Kahui was talking about the same thing, you same know, thing. Yeah. Take, taking that opportunity down at the Highlanders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I played a lot with Rich in the age grade stuff, so 19s and 20s. Yep. Uh, he's trolling in the 16s and that sort of stuff. Uh, oh, good man, eh? What a good yeah. man he is. Yeah. Uh, man, he can yarn that fella. Yeah. Oh, bro. Yeah. <laughs> talk, a, talk a glass light of sleep there, fella. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, but he's great value. He even said uh, after the body's like, we'll have to catch up again, boys, on the beers and have another yarn. So from there, you, you just said, so you went down to Otago in 2007 till 2009. Yeah. Talk about your experience there, bro. Yeah, it was a little bit mixed. Um, obviously, a young fellow had big aspirations, you know. You yep. sort of come through the age-grade rugby teams, 19s, 20s, schools and that. Um, the goal is to be an all-black, you know, yep. at that point. I think if, if you're not there, then sort of what are we doing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so got down there. was with Greg Cooper at the time. And he was fantastic, bro. He had me in the 20s, so I was really familiar. He backed me, which is which I think is massively important. You've got to have yep. a coach that just backs you away. Yeah, yeah, man. Wants to throw you in there and trust Breeds you. Breeds confidence too. Yeah, 100%. Um, but also willing to invest in you yep. as well. Mm. Um, and then he actually got brushed. We didn't have a – we actually not had not a bad season. I think we came fifth or sixth that season, uh, which when you look at the past Highlanders teams around that era, was probably good, really yep. good result. But uh, he got brushed and another coach came in and they weren't as high on me as, as Coops. Yeah, okay. So it became a bit of a struggle at that point and had two or three years of in and out and, and, and struggling for form and confidence and um, – you know, I was I felt a little bit isolated down there because it was I was down in Otago, didn't have that same, you know, support. So mm. just oh, interesting. Oh, just it just popped up just now, bro. I, I remember you playing at wing. Is was that down at the Highlanders? Oh nah, bro. I wasn't quick enough for wing, mate. No, no, no. <laughs> have you ever played winger before though, bro? Nah, nah. Mainly oh, just first okay. five. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I knew the second five. I th I thought for some reason you were at winger for a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not, that you, not quick bro. enough. Not quick enough. <laughs> Do you have a preferred position though? Like, was it second five? Yeah, probably was second five. Yeah, yep. but I've dabbled a little bit at ten. Yep. yep. But um, if I was at ten, we were running it. You know. Yep. We we've been yep. kicking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's what usually happens when a second five goes into first five, eh, bro? That's that's that running first 100%, five. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. But I always say to the bros, oh, they say, oh, we play second five. Oh, because I couldn't kick, so I can't play ten. Mm. I'm not fast enough, so I can't play thirteen. So yeah. twelve. There we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my spot. That's good, bro. Yeah. Yep. No choice, bro. So you ended up playing uh, 18, 18 appearances for Otago Province. Yep. 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 And then from there, you 2010, 2011, you went on to Northland, Tanifa. The mighty Tanifa. Yeah. Tanifa. Yeah. Great times, great times. What was uh, the decision based off that, bro? Um, it just it just was that, what I was sort of talking about. I just Coaches weren't having much faith in me and that your confidence was, you know, it was a bit hard and I uh, just wanted a new, fresh environment. Mm. Um, I looked at the roster and there's the Rangers and Jared Paynes and Lockie Munros and yep. it was Bri good. It was Bryce good Haynes. Yeah. It was a young pup coming yeah. on. So a lot of lot of really good young talent. And I was just like, man, probably need something just to kind of kickstart things again and get into yep. an environment where you just start loving the game again. Yep. You fall back in love with the game that you grew up with. Um so yeah, that was the that was Would the have been a different environment up there, eh, bro? Oh, it was, it was. Yeah, yeah, bro, like they smash their mahi. They get into yep. their mahi and they try and be, as, well, not try and be, but they're professionals that, yep. you know. As you but, can but be. But then, then yeah. there's an element of being relaxed. And, yep. and, 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 you know, Who relax. was the coach at the time, bro? Uh, George Connie or, or Woodward? No. Was it Bryce? It was Woodward. Oh, yeah. Woodward. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. And, and I really like Bryce, man. He was awesome He's coach got a pretty good um, coaching percentage, win percentage too, old Bryce. Yeah, yeah. 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 Especially at the ITM um, Cup level. Yeah. I mean, we went on to the Blues. He was involved with the Blues as well. I think he got assistant coach from those couple yeah. of years, eh, bro? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, really good times. Yep. Uh, we had some good results. Just played a really good brand of footy that was like just 
let it have say just yeah, one wire yeah, 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 get yeah. these boys Ranger and Pino into some space and old Howell was it Howell was it yeah, Ted yeah, he's David a mid northern boy too yeah, and yeah. um and he was just the old wily vet bro. But Who did you get assigned to, bro? What, what um, club did you get assigned uh, to? I was at Marist. Oh, nice. nice yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was so, like, what an experience playing with him. Um, bit of a legend in his own legend, right. Yeah, bro. But, um, man, like, as a 12, mm. you just have to call something and he'll just respond and do it without even looking at you, acknowledging you, just, boom, execute it, eh? So yeah. I was kind of his eyes. He'd, you know, he'd be the playmaker and I'd just get it out to those boys and let them do the rest. Just get in the slips, bro, trying to get an edge off Ranger inside. You know, <laughs> I, I don't think at the, uh, at the time they realised how good Ranger and, and Payne were. Mm. But those those next few years, you yeah, know, Jared yeah. went on to play for Ireland. and Lions. Lions, yeah. yeah. And then Rennie, obviously, the All Blacks, you know. Yeah, mm. bro. And then, like, the Bryce Hings, you know. he Yeah. Who's still carving now. Still carving yeah. in the All Black 15. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and I'm still really close with a lot of those boys, too. So, when I look back at my rugby days, it's, bro, the friendship, so. Yep. Awesome. 100% yeah, bro Yeah 100% Highlights bro Of your career Anything that stands uh, out for you Probably I'd probably say the friendships But also yep. like The amount of travel And things Was, yep. was awesome bro mm. um, Yeah it was, And it was, it's an honour To play Super Rugby You know to Yeah to, Oh 100% yeah. Not many people can say that Bit of jam bro. That yeah. um, And now I'm able to share it With, with a lot of the young kids Yep I'm sort of doing now as well So Yep you were, in a, you were in a hard era too to to really try and crack it like that's that yeah. whole All Black era that the they were part of that decade that of decade like, that decade of that All Blacks you know when you look at the squads there was like one or two spots yeah and you kind of had to be gun gun to get in there like Hollanders was more they'd take on a few younger guys yeah but when you look around at the established franchises you know the Crusaders and Blues and mm. hey, the rosters were heavy heavy yeah bro yep. and even um, to make a, a, a ITM Cup team. Again, like that was huge because those rosters were pretty much the same guys. Yep, yep. Um, but not quite as as difficult. Oh, well, it is still really difficult. I won't take away anything from the guys in there playing now, but yeah, just you know, the second, third tier guys, I guess, go overseas more now, mm. as opposed to staying around in New Zealand and keeping that sort of grassroots strong. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of overseas, bro, you you also went overseas. Yeah. Where whereabouts exactly did you go? Um, so I was in the northeast, which is Grenoble. Grenoble. France. Grenoble, yeah. France. France, yeah, France. Yeah, yeah. So it borders okay. on the Swiss Alps, bro. Yep. Yeah. So it was really cold, mm. sort of negative 15 in the winter playing. Shit. Yep. Uh, can't feel your hands and things like that. But um, picturesque, beautiful, surrounded by snow-capped mountains. And we were apartment living at that point. It's just me and my wife at the time, just my girlfriend. But, um, bro, you'd open the apartment, shutters and snow just falling and, oh, man. Beautiful experience. Cool. What an experience, yeah. bro. Yeah. Go from the sunny north. Mm. Tiny far uh, land. Yeah. To Swiss Alps. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously there's a language barrier there as well. So that was trying to get through that. How's your French, yep. bro? That's oh, all right. Not bad? Je parle un peu, mais I can order a beer, bro. I can order a beer and a steak. So I, yeah, I got yeah. No, I'm South American, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, a choice, bro. Mm. And how many years did you spend over there in France? Uh, it's four seasons all up. Yep. Yep. And then from... Um, Grenoble went to the south in a place called Carcassonne. Yep. Um, which, oh, if, you heard, if you haven't seen it, bro, or heard of it, have a look on the old Google. Have a Google search. It's got this amazing, it's a World Heritage site. It's a castle. Um, and even the outside of the castle was built when they invented um, gunpowder for cannons. True. So that, just to give you an idea of the age, you know, like yep, yeah. when we think of history, history here, yeah. but over there it's just, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. So it's this beautiful, well-preserved castle. 
Yep. Um, and they've loaded up with shops and restaurants and bars and bar wicked. Yeah. Yeah. So down there is really, really chill. Very different to the north. It was cold and, and how many years at both, bro? Or how many seasons? Two, at, two at each. Two at each. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 So I got two down south as well. Yeah. France. So yep. yeah, that was me. And that's where I had my baby girl. Yep. Down south and um, yeah. Quality of rugby, bro. All right over there. Or? Uh, top 14 is really good. Yep. Um, probably more so now than back mm. with back then. Back then it was like the 80s, bro. What was that, bro? Like Prodi two. Prodi two is the yeah, second division. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, top 14 is still really good. And then now you know the Toulouse's and, and yep. La Rochelle, a lot of Kiwi boys and a lot of overseas influence. Yep. Um, a lot of money, eh? A lot of money, bro. Yep. Big deep pockets. Um, yep. But even the two clubs that have like some of them would have 15 mil budget a year euros. Fuck. Yep. Um, when you look at the tunnies, they might be operating on 800 a year, mm. <laughs> sort of thing, you know? Box of beers, yeah. But um, yeah, the money and things over there is pretty big, and that's why a lot of guys go, as well yeah. as the experience, you know, and yeah, chance to experience something different. Yeah. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Was it even when you were never, the, the money was really, really good? Yeah. And you went over at the time? Oh, it was man. good, bro. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And I was at that point with, well, I hadn't spent my time at the Blues. Mm. Yep. Um, wasn't getting on, wasn't getting on the game time. I was kind of like, oh, maybe it's That was 2011, like, eh? Yeah. World Cup, yeah. yeah. Con- yep. um, so, yeah. Who was the coach of the Blues at that time? It was Pat Lamb. Oh, Pat Lamb. Pat yeah, Lamb. Okay. Yep. yep. And Bryce. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, no. Choice, bro. Mm. And then, so, after, after France, did you just call it, call it a day or? Yeah, pretty much, bro. Like, yep. I... Actually, lucky my body was pretty was all right. Had a few injuries in the last sort of few years, um, but just decided it's time to move on. It was a difficult decision to make, bro. To be honest, bro, my time in D two wasn't you know it was it was pretty rough in terms of not very professional and yeah, not what we're used yeah. to. And the coaching's like Hitler style way. Mm. No, it's like no, nah, no, nah, we do it our way, not your way. Yep. And yeah, it was okay. kind of like whoa, you know. So we struggled a little bit. On-field performances wasn't great, and it just kind of slowly wore me down to the point where I was like, ah, ready to get on with it's the not day. Fun. Yeah, it's yeah, not fun it's anymore, not fun and anymore. Um, had a great time, but ready to ready to move on to the next phase of, of life, yep. um, which was actually kind of lucky because when I was at the Blues, with the Blues for that season, that's where it started for me as the property side of things. Okay. Um, and I wasn't playing, so I was like, ooh, better do something else here, right? Eh? Mm. <laughs> so um, lucky enough to sort of invest some time into the property investment course, Yep. Uh, and money. It was a, it was basically a university degree worth of, of you know, of funds. So, yeah, yeah, yep. um, but did that for the year. Then obviously, then I went to France. Mm. By the time I was ready to hang them up, I was fully focused on the property and just really diving into that. So I was kind of the lucky ones, one of the lucky ones, bro, because not all the guys sort of get that passion when they're coming out. Yep. They get to the end and they're like, oh. What's next? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Think, and too, it's too late. What right? do they call that, bro? The, the boxers mentality where you'll never lose so you don't think about whatever mm. you don't think about your future, eh? Yep. Just yep. just always winning, you know. Mm. Like mm. I'll win the next fight. Don't worry about the money. I'll gamble it all away because I'm gonna win the next mm. fight. And a lot of rugby players get to the end of their mm. their career and they've done nothing to set them up, set themselves up Life for the future, right? Eh? Yeah, I think yeah. they put things in place now, especially with the NRL. They're putting a lot of those um, courses and processes in place so guys mm. have something once they get out, eh? Yeah, yep. I mean, a lot mm. of they do the opportunities are there. But whether the guys actually go ahead and do it, that's yep. the other thing. That's why I've been trying to kick a lot of these young fellas up the ass and say, hey, you know, like, yeah. got to make investments. We've got to make moves while we're playing. Yep. Plan ahead. That's kind of the peak of our earning potential. Yep. So that when they come out, uh, sort of transitions a lot easier. Yep. It's never easy, but mm. um, it's easier, you know. Yeah. They've got something else there to sort of help them in their next phase of life. 
Yeah. No, awesome, bro. Awesome. Before we get into property, bro, you're actually on Rugby 08 as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think I'm the slowest player or the lowest ranked player. Oh, yeah. I, like, I know, bro. but I used to jam that game as a kid, eh? Yeah. yeah. It was my weekends, bro. I'd go to, like, or even United Video or whatever, you know, you did on the weekends. Go hire it up. Bro, get your <laughs> snacks, bro. And there was you Friday after school till probably late night Sunday, bro, just jamming the game. But what was that like, like being on a on a, on a a PlayStation yeah. game and things like that? Oh, it's pretty cool. cool. I think um, they had that um, Joel Stransky yeah. commentary and yeah, the boys yeah. at Bancroft. Pixelated. Little imagery, you yeah. know what I mean? Like and I'm pretty sure now. I'm pretty sure that was the lowest ranked player in there. <laughs> in the, oh, the yeah. ratings, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slow as I could do a bit of a bump, but that was about it. Dude, eh? that one, I just actually I'll just create my player <laughs> and put him back in the team, and then fucking put his stats up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that was pretty buzzy. And then the other one was oh, when I just my first year in the Hollanders. Yep. we're doing a promo down the fields down at Carisbrook, and uh, all these kids came up and they had the week, but uh, the Bluebird chip cards. Yep. And I was on there, bro. And I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, man, that's cool. You know, was, have you still yeah. got a couple of them, bro? Nah, I don't. Nah. Never, nah, never got my hands on one. But uh, <laughs> pretty rare piece, I'd say. You know, yeah. collectible. Collectible yeah, item. items, <laughs> bro. Yeah. You'll have someone eBay like does. this fella on uh, um, bidding for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love collecting all that, that old yeah. stuff just from our childhood and, and a part of you. Nostalgic. You held on to it, you know, like because I had older brothers as well, even just from anything that me and my brothers grew up with. Um, I collect gaming consoles and all that. Yep. Don't touch it. I just clicked it, and the missus just thinks I'm hoarding trash. <laughs> what the hell is that? And I'll come back from like a retro store and just, fuck, that's cool, and just put it on my little shelf. Tell the kids, and the kids even trying to play with some of the stuff at times. Like, no, 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 that ain't a fucking toy. Don't you dare touch it. But yeah, it's hard case. <laughs> Memories, bro. Memories. Uh, all right, bro. So you got into property, um, and that started straight after rugby. You said you, you kind of got the idea early earlier on yeah yeah yep. um so from from france you where did you relocate back home and then get into this or did you yeah so we just we went back to auckland yep not yep. whangarei not whangarei <laughs> nah <laughs> would love to would love to <laughs> but um now nah, we decided auckland was the best place for us in terms of work opportunities for my wife yep uh, and for me just to reconnect with a lot of the the uh, networks that i made with the property stuff so yeah i pretty much got straight into that eh, and just went like a cut cat this mm. this, this will probably be good, bro, because there there are a lot of um, well, let's say you know us Polynesian people that yep. aren't quite educated mm. within within this space, bro. So mm. I think you'll be able to, you know, um, I suppose educate and weight drop some gems and, mm. and things. Even even us, like <clears throat> you never, you know, growing up or you don't really hear it until you know mid twenties and, and shit like that about investing. And um, why do you think that is? Um. Oh, just, you know, the schooling system's schooling, a bit dated. Yeah, I was about to ask that, what you, know, you think of the schooling system and, yeah. and things like that. Um, just just no opportunity, tax returns and, and, and how to buy a house, how to mm. go about it, what's the first steps to buying the real estate. Yeah. Um, massive important things, bro. Yeah. Uh, having a roof over your head is huge and it's one of the best investments you can pick up. Mm. Brick and mortar. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, and historically over time, doubles every 10 years. Um, it's been a bit hectic of late with you know COVID and yep. crazy low interest rates and things just really pumping the prices up. Yep. Um, but you know if, historically every ten years property's gone doubled in value. So if you can get your hands on those assets and and the beauty of it is you can use the bank's money to do it. Yeah. You're not actually using your own. So it's a leverage game. Yep. You know so leverage game. Yep. Do you think the system the way it is now is it's like that for you know people like us to not really get ahead? You know what I mean? Like, do you think? Yeah, oh, pretty deep question. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm not too sure, bro. Yeah. I'm not too sure. Um, I think, 
Um, it's up to well, my personal views. It's up to every each and everyone mm. to, to go out and sort of blaze their own path and yep. find their own avenue. Yep. Whether that's school, or whether that's getting an apprenticeship, or whether that's being an entrepreneur like you guys, you know yourselves, mm. um, try and blaze your own path and find find your own education path. I, th- I think it's easier these days um, with with social media because we're all um, we're still seeing the same information now, and we can get the information to help others. Mm. Out and wherever they need help in, bro. Like mm. it's accessible, a lot accessible now. Yeah, easy to access. Mm. You know, I think like YouTube like, and, and yeah, there's Instagram pages dedicated to how to buy property. Yeah, or the step by step to how to buy property. Like it's thirty seconds, and they've told you four steps that no one would know how to bloody do mm. otherwise without social media. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, True. when I started my time when I was in Auckland, mm. uh, I was twenty five. Yep. I, I, I think I'd maybe put a house. I'm offering a house down at Dunedin through a solicitor. I had pretty much hands off, nothing to do with it. So when I had to buy, try and get an offer and quickly on this property as a, as a do up and sell flip, had no idea, you know. Mm. So I'd invested in this course, literally had no idea what I was doing. I was surrounded by a lot of older folk who had been in that realm for quite a while. Um, and so I was way out of my depth, bro, but it was the best thing for me. Mm. It was the best thing for me. What's, and, what's and your job title, bro? Uh, retired rugby player. <laughs> 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 um, it seems a bit. He'd ask to say, oh, property investor. You know, yep, a lot of people yep. do that, property investor. But um, yeah, I just had retired rugby player. And that's sort of my hobby is, is flipping homes and trying to build the old empire, <laughs> rental empire. And what does, like, what does, what is flipping homes, bro? So how do you get that capital to obviously and to get the house? Yeah. And then when you talk about flipping it and how much money are you putting towards doing the house up and what can you make from flipping the house, bro? Oh, okay. So yeah, when I obviously I was lucky because I had the rugby background, you know, so that gave me the ability to be able to finance and do thing, things like that. But um, you can do what's called a joint venture. So if, if capital is hard to come by, you can team up with someone who does have the capital to settle, and then you can do the renovations and split that cost. Okay, and then when you sell the property and make hopefully make a profit, um, you can use that capital to reinvest. Mm. All right, and then eventually you do enough deals with a JV partner. Can, you can generate enough capital to possibly go and do your own, or if you want to go and buy a rental property, yep. um, yeah, it's a really good way. Flipping and renoing and selling to make profit—that's a really good way to make capital for for buying buying homes to hold. Yeah, mm. sure is. Um, so you said you said you've done a a course. Yep. What yeah. was that course, bro? Uh, property tutors. It was property tutors. I don't think they r- operate anymore. Yeah. The mentor actually passed away about three or four years ago. Sh- yeah, Sean right Wood. But um, I- I'm a big believer in, in having a mentor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was just talking to Corey about that before. Yeah. 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 yeah you've got to. You've got to. Um, and, and well, investing or being an entrepreneur it can be like quite lonely. Mm. And, um, so you've got to have someone in your corner you can lean on and just say, hey, you know, I'm thinking this or that, and they can give you real sound advice. But in property, you can lose a hundred grand as quickly as you can make it. So. To be able to, um, you know, I guess um, have them guide you through that and and miss some of those pitfalls. What does that look like, bro? Like, what are, what's the uh, what are you looking out for when you lose, like, I say, a hundred grand? Like, what makes you lose a hundred grand? Is it the house price in general? Is it the interest rates? Is it the was it a combination of a yeah. few things? Oh, what does that look like, bro? Definitely a combination. I think first of all, it's probably just buying poorly. Getting bad advice, buying from the wrong, maybe an agent who's saying, oh, yeah, 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 you know, once it's renovated, it'll be worth X amount. Okay. And you're going, oh, yeah, gullible as sweet, yeah, cool. <laughs> Paying <laughs> overs, 100K overs or whatever, you know. So yeah. um, those mistakes, yeah, it can really cost you, bro. You've got to buy sharp, eh? Yeah. 
like do, do your own research or something. Do your own research. Oh, 100%, bro. Yeah. yeah. So, so I guess uh, mm. ideally you want to figure out where it is you want to invest. You know, where where um, you see capital gains happening. Yeah. Okay. Um, dialing in on those areas and just becoming a professional in those specific areas. Don't go. Oh, yeah. I want to try do one Mandra, then I'm going to do one in Kalamunda and try. You know, because you don't you don't know the whole market across Perth. There's markets within that market. So, um, it's really just dialing in on your area. Knowing those numbers inside and out. So I know that if this three bedroom home, if I renovate it, it will sell for X amount. Okay. So, yep. So, and then just reverse engineering. It needs 50K reno. I need to pay agents fees. It might be some um, capital gains to pay, taxes. So I need to pay this for it. Mm. Yeah. Doing obviously, the num- you had doing to. The numbers. Um, yeah. Obviously, you had to do your research before you moved to Perth, bro. Um, well, it wasn't really for work, bro. I, I moved here mainly for lifestyle, okay. with the family and. Yep. And then I then I looked over at the market over here and I was like, fucking hell, that's cheap. Mm, <laughs> you know, mm. the, I was like, holy hell. Compared to Aussie in general, eh, yeah, bro? Yeah, that's right. I mean, the East Coast is very expensive, obviously, yep. but West has seemed so undervalued, hey. Yeah, and I look true. at I look at New Zealand and Christchurch very similar, like Perth, one of the big capitals that sort of lag behind. Yep. So that's still playing catch up now, while Auckland and them kind of cooled off. Um, Christchurch is still sort of ticking along on us. I think WA is probably gonna be similar, I I think. So yep. Yep. yeah, yeah. Choice, bro. Um, do you, you need a lot of money behind you to get into something like property investing? Because there's probably some listeners. I've got 20 bucks. Bro, <laughs> yeah, what pocket. can I do? What can I do? <laughs> I'm either going to buy some <laughs> Maccas or I'm going to try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, you need good advice, but you can you can do you can make money in property without having any money in the game. Yep. All right. So you can secure property off market under a due diligence clause, which means you can pull out at any point. Yep. On have it on sold before you even commit to the deal. Okay, yeah, so okay. when you settle, it goes from them to you and then on, on to the next party. Yeah, and whatever right. the profit margin is in between, that's in your bank account. So there's many ways you can skin the cat in property, and that's what I love about the game. Um, you can buy for someone else. You can buy for yourself, to reno, to sell. You can buy and hold. Um, so, yeah, you don't you don't need necessarily need a lot of money. Um, yep. I think you need a big, good network. Yep. Uh, some joint venture partners, which is sort of what I said before, like guys who want to invest, maybe don't have the time. It's a really good way. So if you're really hands-on, want to do the renos, you can go and find someone who's got the capital to actually buy and settle it. Mm. And then, yep, I'll, I'll do the renos and I'll pay for the renos and then you can be involved in that way. So there's an opportunity and avenue to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I always, always, um, always crack up at the housing market because say if I, look, if I look at the housing market, I'm looking for a home to live in. Yeah. So like I am the, I'm the buyer. Mm-hmm. But then there's all these small parties that don't see a house to live in. They just see investment, 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 investment. Mm-hmm. There's an opportunity here. Mm-hmm. And just they're looking at a house in two different aspects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One sees a job and money. The other sees a home to live in. Mm-hmm. And you need both mm-hmm. to make sure both work yeah. as well. Yeah. I mean, in my experience, bro, as an investor, the homeowners have always paid more than what we have. Yep. You know, we've got to, you've got to buy sharp and buy a good deal. So uh, it's all a numbers game. So all based on numbers. So, and generally, the home buyer will get more attached to the property. The wifey likes, you know, the kitchen or the put whatever it is. And yeah. Yep. So they'll go and pay a bit more than what we're prepared to pay. Yep. Um, but yeah, as the market cooked, especially in Auckland, that sort of changed, eh? and people were just buying everything, and it was a bit hectic. It was a bit hectic. What caused that, bro? COVID. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, the market was pretty flat. Um, government had tilted a little bit with some of the rules. Won't go too far into that, but um, that sort of flattened it off, and then. Uh, COVID came along, yep, and uh, anyone would have thought, holy hell, the market's going to crash and tank, and it's going to be hectic. But um, 
it actually went the opposite way because the, the Reserve Bank basically dropped the cash rate to try and um, get the interest rates lower to help people. And then obviously cheap money means you can go and pay more and, you you know, cheap access to money from the bank just means people went crazy, man. Yep. And, um, but now the buggers are jacking everything back up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. So people lock in and, and then mm. um, the interest rates go high again and then the market's sort of coming back. But, um, yeah, it was, it was crazy times, man, around, around COVID. Mm. Um, I actually had a property that I'd renovated and I was about to sell um, and then COVID happened. Mm. And I was just like, my head was in a bit of a spin, because eh? I've obviously never dealt with anything like that. Yeah. Um, got out of it, made some money still, a little bit. Um, and then... Man, little did I know, um, within sort of a year, it was going to be worth two, three hundred k more. Mm. So if I just, you know, held on to it in hindsight, I guess. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. True. Mm. Are you dealing with multiple investments at at a time, or are you just kind of? Um, yeah, I mean, if I can get good deals like properties, like I've got one on at the moment, um, and I'm just in that stage of getting quotes and and, and getting builders and tradies because you know I don't have that network here now. I've, yeah, I've yeah, got yeah. that in Auckland. I'm like, oh, I need my tradies over here. Mm. But um, now nah, it's been cool. Teed up with a few Māori builders and things from ones from Palmy. She was in Linton. He was in the army. Army boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm just going through that process at the moment. If another deal comes along, I think is, if the numbers work and there's money in it. Then yeah, I'll definitely, definitely look to. Have you made any bad investments, bro? I'll, I'm lucky. Yep. I'm lucky. Touchwood. I haven't lost on one. I haven't yeah, lost nice. on one. Mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty conservative too. So, yep. um, and I've done JVs, and that's obviously using other people's money to settle some man. It's got to be money Through if JVs. I'm using someone else. JV. JVs. Joint venture. Joint ventures, yep. Yeah. Yeah, true. <laughs> sorry, sorry, bro. No, no, no. Have <laughs> yeah. you made many investments over here in Perth? Um, so I bought a, I've got a family home over here. Yep. Yeah. So we bought a family home and, um, oh, man, absolutely love it, eh? Telling the bro we're down in Mandra. Mandra Ways and Meadow Springs and... It's oh, beautiful down there, bro. Yeah, it's... Yeah. High quality housing, do you find? Perth's got very mm. high quality housing, bro? Yep. Everything's quite new. People love new homes over here, which yeah. is quite good for me because you know the old homes get a bit neglected, and I can get in there and sort of yeah, for sure, jazz them up a bit, touch but, it up. But now I feel very blessed to be over here and living a pretty mint lifestyle, eh? And yeah. connecting with brothers like yourselves, yep. and yep. Mm. Um, I was saying to Levi out there, uh, down at the rugby club, and man, it's like a marae down there. Yeah, bro, hard. <laughs> which which yeah. clubs this, bro? Yeah, um, Mandra Pirates. Oh, the Pirates. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> pitching under fourteens down yeah. there. Um, and man, the kids are wicked, bro. Lots of talent. Yep. All Māori island kids, yeah, yep. um, and the and the whanos and everyone at that yep. awesome. They got awesome. a choice club, bro, Mandra. Yeah, got juniors are really good. Yeah, juniors are really good, yeah. bro. Yeah, playing touch at Tree B Two Frio. So yeah, um, so taking yeah. up the crew up there, young, young little crew. We're talking about. Oh, you are, bro. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just oh, yeah. I just tagged along my under fourteens because I just want to keep their skills sort of pumping through the through the summer and their fitness. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so that when we get back to the rugby season, they're on. They're on. Yeah, but watch out, bro. This fella's always recruiting for Arcs Rugby, oh, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So see his eyes lit up. <laughs> <laughs> and touch, too, bro. Yeah, touch, yeah. too. <laughs> but now, really keen to get into the touch season, eh? I yep. haven't had much touch since because I was playing a bit in Auckland. Yep. Um, so, yeah, 30s, old boy stuff. But um, yeah, it'll be fun, man. Yeah. yeah. So, if I was a uh, young Māori Islander boy looking to get into property investment, where would be the best place to look? I reckon definitely get into these, you know, you, you see these seminars. Yep. Um, get one that you can go to live. Are they free? They're free, they to cost, to. Eh? They're free to go to, but oh, okay. well, some of them have a little bit of yep. cost involved, yep. like 20 bucks or whatever for two yeah, tickets yeah, okay. sort of thing. But that's where I started. Mm. It was a, a cold, no idea, no yep. knowledge of it. Went to one of these things and ended up signing up. Yep. Um, and best investment I've ever made, bro. Mm. Yeah. And that has a cost. It was like 25 grand or something. Yep. Um, but I, I was lucky I saved. I was a bit of a saver. Yep. 
So I'd save some money and I was sitting there and I was like, man, i got to do something with this, eh? So sitting there and then did that, right? And best, oh, I'm so stoked I did it, yeah. Do you, do you still attend things like that nowadays? I, I try to, I try to. I do yep. some online, a little bit of reading. Yep. If I see a book and I'm like, oh, there might be some value in there, I'll just grab it, just have a read through. Most of it you do know, but if you can pick one or two things up, you know, from a different angle. Um, yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I mean, bro, any courses or, or like anything in particular that, you know, you could give the listeners or something like that to check out, like anything I'm that's Probably stands. not over here in Oz yet. Yeah. Um, I've signed up for a few of those webinars just yep. to have a look, get my sort of, dip my toe in the, in the market a little bit in the education sector over here for property, but nah, nothing I could, yeah. Is there anything different about um, like the investment game kind of over here in Australia compared to like back home in NZ? Like yeah, taxes and things. Yeah, okay. um, you got to be pretty, I think you got to have your structure set up pretty well. Um, so I've got to in touch with the accountant uh, to make sure that, you know, set up properly and you just got to factor in those, the capital gains and stamp duties and things like that, which you have over here in Aussie. So um, it's been good learnings. It's been mm. good growth because, you know, New Zealand, I had it on, I had it pretty dialed in. Yep. Um, but then to come over here and sort of, be not amateur, but, you know. Got to start, got to start somewhere. Yeah, a few backward yeah. steps yeah. to learn this market and hopefully move forward again over here. And Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, obviously we've got a, there's a large Maori viewership in, in terms of, who's listening to this yeah. potty and yep. man, it's just, you know, when I was in Auckland, there's a, quite a low representation of Māori in the market, yep. even amongst agents and, and, and homeowners. So a lot of Polynesians actually, I think they have that sort of migration, immigration mindset yep. where they're like, got to have a house, we've got to New That's, Zealand. Yep. Whereas, you know, there was, wasn't as much Māori involved or agents and, um, but I think we've got to get involved, eh? We've got to be look, trying to secure our future. And, or we'll and get left kids. behind, bro. That's yep, it. Or we'll get left behind. Like mm. New Zealand is for sale. We've just got to be educated enough to make take, take that opportunity. Yep. Um, so is Aussie, bro. Aussie's for sale too, bro. Yeah. 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 I think they had to lock it down maybe 10 years ago on uh, foreign internationals buying property here mm -hmm. as well, bro. Mm. They were putting like, they are coming by a property that housed like 10 or 20 mm. their family in there, eh? And... Mm. <laughs> Then they would all save up, yeah. have the money, they're going to buy another one. And they just yeah. bought really quickly and they actually dominate some suburbs here in Perth eh, mm. before they mm. bought that new tax ruling yep. where you have to obviously be working in Aussie, yeah. paying tax to be able to buy property. But yep. they had to bring that in real, real quick, eh? Yeah, they did that in New Zealand too. Did they? Foreign buyers, because there's a lot of Chinese, they're just flying on planes and uh, buses, bro, come in, buy it, put offers in, yep, fly out that day. Really? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty hectic, but... um. How long know. ago was this, bro? Like recently? Oh, probably three, three, four years ago. Three, really? Yeah, yeah. 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 But I, I do notice like the Indians come and they're second, third generation, so they're Kiwis. Mm. But their money smarts is just way better, yeah. you know? Yep. Their, their money management and how smart they are with their money investing. Yep. Their mindset's just way better, man. They're just way ahead of the curve and we're not there. And taught that early, eh? Yeah, yeah, that's right. It is taught early. And, you know, they say that, oh, they're cheap and things, you know, stereotypes. Mm. But they're good with their money. Good with their money, bro. Yeah. Don't mistake it, bro, for being cheap. They it's don't go out and buy Larry Bird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> singlets, bro. bro. It's funny because I get some of them, like, if there's a dollar increase in the gym rate, they're questioning this extra dollar <laughs> increase on the gym rate. <laughs> I want that dollar back. So, like, it's hard case, bro, but they are, they are a lot smarter with money. Yeah. You can see it, yeah. If I'm, so when you're investing in like a specific area, mm -hmm. what what are you looking for? What are the things that um, supply and demand is a big is the big yeah. thing. So, what's the supply like? If it's short, if there's plenty of supply, then the demand's not going to be that high, you know. Yep. So, short supply is a big thing. Uh, right now in Perth, I think that record lows for rentals, eh? Yeah. Which means buy and holds a really good time because it's only going to pressure rents to go up. 
Yeah. Right. So you buy it now when rents are sort of four fifty for a three bed or whatever. Probably in twelve months, it's going to go up a hundred bucks. I think like forty or forty fifty people are waiting outside bloody rental scary, properties man. to. Scary. Bro, when, I, when me and my missus, this was a couple of years ago when we went for like a rent inspection. Bro, there was fucking like 60, 70 people, you know, mm. all just viewing this one house, bro. Mm. Like, mm. Around the COVID period, just after COVID. Yeah. yeah, that was the same with us. So we were in the house and then the owners were moving back to Perth. Um, so we, we shit, we, they're not going to re- renew the lease. So we had to move on, moved in with the brother and sister-in-law and then their rent owners putting the rent up by a hundred bucks. Mm. So then all of us are like, oh shit. And lucky through someone in the gym. Um, sussed the house out for me because I was going to look at rentals and like you were saying 50, 60 people oh, bro. Bro, I'm trying to ask people I know through the gym trying to put in a good word and everything applying for these houses but I was lucky one of the gym members kind of hooked it up so that's why me and the family all moved in together brother and sister-in-law and the kids yeah. right across from kids' schools is handy so we were very lucky cheap rent too so we are really lucky but yeah those rentals they eh, was just heinous bro trying to find a house for your family started getting a bit stressful because mm. it's, it's nearing that day, you're like, fuck, we've been looking everywhere, even like 40 minutes away from Mahi. Yep. Just in the suburbs mm. you don't want to live in, but there was no other option, bro. So, and you got to yeah. do things like offer more. Bro, know, we were off, offering offer more, more money. Okay. I, I actually uh, got in touch with the house I'm in now, um, and he was almost going to give it to his friend's daughter. And I was like, look, bro, I'll give you an extra 100 bucks on the rent. And he kind of knew how desperate I was to try and get my family into a house. So I was lucky. He was, no, nah, don't worry about it. So he hooked it up. So it was nice. quite lucky, quite lucky. Bro, when I bought um, my house, or we were looking to build, um, me and my ex, she, she was going to me, oh, we've got to get into this area. There is going to be some more development um, later on in the future that the area is going to develop. And I'm just having a mean sook because I'm not close <laughs> to anything, you know, like... I'm like, bro, KFC's like 14 minutes away. <laughs> <you know>? like, <laughs> what the hell is going on? Like, I want to go next to the rugby club or this is a good pub. I want to stay stay yeah, in these yeah, already yeah. developed areas. Yep. She was like, that's an extra, if we go establish, it's an extra 100 to 200,000. We might as well just build in this this new area and do you know do our home and stuff like that. And I was just having a mean sook, not thinking about <laughs> the, future. the future and the development and how mm-hmm. good property can be obviously mm. what you've um talked mm. to us about bro and then obviously you fellas know where i live now and the development that's happened around there Green, yeah and then obviously they ended up i was working for woolies at the time they chucked the woolies up arcs with the club that brought me to perth mm-hmm. and then our new rugby club is 35 seconds from my house you know like that's how quickly the development went up and then two minutes they've chucked the kfc right there bro you know like, <laughs> it's all, it all worked it's, out bro. It, 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 yeah it the works kernel. out you know like hey. but obviously um when we split and, and we split the house i bought her out and i was thinking oh damn how am i going to take on the new the new mortgage at the time you know did my funds and said oh, sweet, i'll sweet i'll keep the house i'll buy her out and even then the house still made like just kept making money on it and then i had a property uh realtor uh, give me a call and said, oh, I'll come around and value your house. Mm. So he's come around and said, oh, look at this. Look, this is how much your house has gone for. Look, you, you can um, cash this out. Yep. And I was like, yeah, that's all well and good, but where do I live? This is my home, you know. He's like, yeah, but if you ever think about selling, yeah. I was like, yeah, but this is my home. Yeah, exactly. I'm home. quite happy seeing the colonel in <laughs> yeah. five minutes <laughs> down the road. Oh, it's <laughs> beautiful to have that option. You know, like yeah. if I have to sell, or if I want to sell, to have that money. Um, you've made that investment, so. But the brick and mortar and and the housing prices, like you said, like every ten years is, is yeah. making money on it, and yeah, yeah. Mm. 
Just um, going back on, on what I asked you before, so is it just supply and demand is, is the main key factor there for you? or? Yeah, that's sort of one of the, the key things I look at. I also look at, um, I'll be on the solds. So I'm looking at solds and I'm looking at prices that they're you know, going yep. for, how regular these are selling, what's the average sale price. Mm. So if it's obviously 20 days down from 30, obviously that market's starting to move. Yep. Um, so yeah, there's a bit, few, bit of data you can sort of check out to see where the market's moving. And where can you find that data, bro? Um, I'm on the just the real estate dot com. Real estate dot com. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, domain's another one, but there's a lot of information online over here. Um, back home, you have to subscribe to a lot of yeah, you know, websites to get that information. But here, it's pretty pretty available. Yep. So you can get them. But um, yeah, definitely the first steps getting educated. Mm. Get educated. Um, if you're a homeowner, I think it's about just getting on the ladder. Yep. You know, not being super picky on. Oh, I don't want to be in that suburb. I want to be in this suburb. Do you know what I mean? You might price yourself out and miss the opportunity because you're just too stubborn. Yep. So it's about getting on the ladder. Be prepared maybe to do some of your own work. Mm. Get some, it's cool, we call it sweat equity. Yep. So get in and do that work yourself because if you if you go and buy a house that's already renoed, you're paying full price, right? Mm. The, the, the owner gets the benefit of that financially. Whereas if you go and buy a door up, do that yourself, that, that benefits, that comes to you. Yeah, so you can increase your equity that way really yep. quickly. And then, and then at that point, you can kind of refinance, maybe buy another one, but. It requires some education and a good team, brokers, mortgage brokers and things around you to mm. yeah. make some more moves. Mean. Oh, mean, bro. In terms of investments, is there anything else other than property that you invest in or is that uh-huh. kind of your... So I, I've got a mate who's a Bitcoin. He's a Bitcoin guy. Yeah, crypto, We've all got a crypto, crypto mate. He's <laughs> yeah. right in there now. He's, bro, 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 it's going to be mean. It's going to be, you know. Yeah. Just a quick question, bro. Yeah. Do you have an NFT mate? Only <laughs> 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 no NFT mate, but uh, I've got a Bitcoin mate and um, he'd done a few joint ventures with me yep. in the property. So he's very investment minded. He started Daily Do in New Zealand. Just like one of those daily do uh, daily websites, yep. or our daily deal websites. Yep. So he started that, sold it, made a bunch to an Australian outfit, um, and yeah. So we did a few joint ventures together, and he's getting my ear about Bitcoin this, Bitcoin that. Mm. And um, it, it was at the time it was starting to pick up, and he's like, "Bro, you got to get on, you got to get on." Yep. So I sent him the money, and then by the time he got it, and his bank account had it cleared, it had already gone up and like another two grand. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, "Fucking hell." So he's like, oh, bro, you're going to have to send some more money. But I trust him 100%. And he mm. was legit because I'm checking the prices. And I was like, nah, nah, fuck it, bro. I'll f- don't worry about it. Send my money back in the other cars. You can jump on it. And lucky because it tanked at that point, eh? Yeah, so when bro. I would have gone on, it dropped from like 25 down to like 11. Mm. Uh, and it's a, it's a roller coaster, the old <laughs> yeah, Bitcoin. Bro, it's volatile uh, ways. Yeah, it is very volatile. And um, I don't know, brick and mortar, that's my thing. I can see that. I can touch it, feel it. And I feel like I can control it a little bit more. Yep. Um, no one can control the market, but you know, if you buy well and do rentals yourself, you kind of have a bit more of a, a bit more of a say in what's happening. But a Bitcoin, you kind of just got to put your money in and then, yeah, bro. Hope things go well. I mean, long term, probably go well, but um, mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I talk about NFTs, eh? When I was, <laughs> <laughs> I got smart about some of the brothers and their their trillionaire thugs. I started getting the. I've actually got one, bro. Yeah, I started getting attacked in the DMs, <laughs> just slipping off, bro. I, I don't know nothing about it, if I'm honest, bro. You know me, but I just chucked a few comments out there, and the brother started messaging me, 
in, even had this NFT investor going, so what do you actually even know about NFTs? Getting all serious. I was like, bro, it's Monday. I'm, I'm quite mahi. sensitive, eh, yeah, bro? Yeah, yeah, like I'm, the, I'm too busy for this, bro. No, I need you to explain yourself. And the man lives in New Zealand too. If <laughs> yeah. I don't even know you, but yeah, fuck. I don't know shit about it anyways. But good little laugh for myself. You know, I like to stir people up. <laughs> well, man, if anyone's in the NFT space, then uh, give, Come get on. in touch with us and we'll, we'll have Come a yarn. Come on the potty. You might be able to convince this clown. Like, yeah, I'll probably jump across the table and Just slap me in the sell your NFT get into property leverage it up that's it bro um, well that's pretty much everything that I had written down uh, was there anything you boys want to add to this so any other hobbies um, or anything that you get into bro or any other sports even or anything other than rugby uh, property touch, investment touch is the big one are yep. you looking you know. for a team bro because <laughs> I've got a Friday night spot <laughs> at Arx if you want to bro I've got a couple of cousins that um, run with Tompkins so Probably 30s, I'll just run with that. Oh, true. Yeah. Could jam 30s. Yeah. yeah, we were going to jam. Are we jamming? Are we, are we jamming? Are we, are who are we, are we jamming for? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with Tompkins tomorrow for the mixed. Oh, yep. Yeah, yep. we got nice. tomorrow. I might tomorrow. go for JMA men's, but I'm quite scared because it's just young and quite quick now. I tell you, once you're over 30, bro, you're off the pace. Yeah. You really yeah, you are, are off the yeah. pace with these the young fellas, eh, bro? That's the thing, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm like, do I go? Because I want to play supers. Before states, so I can get some touch under the belt before thirties. Mm. Yeah, because at the age you can't just go to states and rock up, bro. You get pumped. Mm. The speed of the game, so I'm quite nervous, bro. That lateral movement they have too. Oh, bro, my colors. ankles, Bang, and the, yeah. the creak in the ankles and the knees mm. helps when you're forty kilos dripping wet, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Uh, that's it. Played in the league before? No, 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 no league, no, no league. Recruiting have any interest in, in in league? Uh, Anything like that? Not at this point. No. <laughs> no. Uh, actually, right. bro, actually, no, 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 you say that. When I was in New Zealand, I played New Zealand schools and we're in Aussie. We played yep. at Ballymore. And there was a few league scouts Ooh, around at yeah, that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. sure. And um, I'd never played, yep. but um, they were pretty hungry. You know, they go out and pretty aggressive and mm. got the old, oh, Cronulla Sharks want you to come over and train with. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, all right. Free trip to the Goldie. I was like, yeah, sweet, on to the Sydney. Yep. And uh, so I jumped on plane, went over there with my old lady. They flew us over. Went training. It was like Nigel Wangana at yep. the time, Peachy. Yep. Yeah, true, man. Um, Jason Stevens. Yeah. So I was training. Good with era that sharks on. Right. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. So, and but nah, just didn't eventuate. Ended up just sticking to what I knew and what mm. I love. So, no, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, bro. We'll see. Old um, is it uh, Dolphins went for um, Wayne Bennett gave a what's his name a call? Is it uh, Sean Stevenson? Did he? Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, I did hear that. Yeah, Wayne Bennett. He went and spent the day with Wayne Bennett. Yeah, they got a bit of money, eh? Because I think Munster didn't go through. I think wasn't he? Yeah, it's a bit of talk. Yeah. Munster was going to jump on the Dolphins train. I think Bennett wasn't happy because he didn't call Bennett to say, "Tell him I'm, no, out. I'm out." Yeah, yeah. Told him, to "Man up, boy, give me the a old call, man, bro." Yeah, old school, old school. Stevenson, he'd be good, eh? Yes, yeah, yeah. operator, bro. He'll be good, especially like skill wise. Got a pass, he can kick. Yeah, tall, tall, tall athlete. Mm. Yeah, hard. No, it'll be good. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Um, was there anything you wanted to add, bro? Before we um. Oh, no, not really, not really. Yes, no. got it out there. It was mainly just, you know, like in terms of the Maldives. Yep. Um, and own home ownership. Cool. Like I just think it's so important, man. We, we try to really push our education and, yep. and get out there and do it, eh? Yep, yep. And it's all good to talk about it too because I've, I've knocked around with a lot of guys who talk about it. But you've got to actually get out there and put the work in and, and do it. Do it, bro. Yeah. Get yep. your foot in the marketplace, man. Yarns, corridors like this, bro, really, really resonates with a lot of listeners and stuff mm. too. and. Mm. Uh, more so, like last week, I was telling we spoke to uh, Curtis McLean, uh, Kiwi Homes in Perth as well, bro. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. On the potty, yeah. My cousin signed up and bought his first house. Thanks. 
like last week. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. You know, just from listening to the potty and having Jerry. that information and just being able to jump forward mm. with that next no step. commission for the brothers. <laughs> it's coming, bro. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. Yeah, it's a bit scary. It's a scary place to dabble, you know. Like yeah. You feel like, um, you know, oh, you're out of your element and you don't mm. know what you're doing, but that's where I was. Yep. And uh, property's been a massive vehicle for me, so... And if I could help of education, eh? it is, bro. Mm. It is. And if I could help any Māori get involved and do it, uh, take that leap, get their foot on the ladder, and yep. go, go for it, man. Hundred percent. No, mean, mean. Speaking bro. of Māori, bro, mm. did you feel some real mana when you went to the north, bro? Different. It is, bro. Yeah, Different. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Very Pretty, staunch. Very hearty out there, eh? Yeah. Especially compared to the south. Yeah. Um, we've, got a, we've got a chip on our shoulder, eh, bro? Yeah. To the rest of New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but when I came home from France, bro, because Obviously, I've been over there. Not many Maldives around. Only a few you see in the teams. Yeah. But I got back and went in the airport, picking up my luggage. Just got home, just arrived, pretty tired. And then the luggage has come around. I see one of the bad guys come out, Maldi fella. So looks at me. I look at him. He's like, "Cheer, bro." I was like, "Cheer, bro." <laughs> I was like, "Fuck, I'm home, mate." <laughs> yeah. It feels good. It feels good. Just a simple. Uh, chair. It's refreshing as well, bro. Yeah, just you know? a simple cheer, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you see the mongrel dog saying the cowboy short saying in up. the change rooms? I was about to up in, at Okara. <laughs> Oh, that, it, the mongrel uh, dog picture? Nah, they'd got rid of it. Was toll, it was the Toll Stadium when I was there. Oh, Toll, sorry, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did they, the did they still have the mongrel dog? Oh, no, uh, they got rid of it. They took it down by then, didn't must they? Have, must yeah. have. Yeah. Missed that one. You don't want to hear it. Yeah, you don't. Oh, don't, <laughs> don't tell us, bro. <laughs> <laughs> stories under those sheds, eh, bro? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> nah, I mean, awesome, bro. Well, we appreciate you sharing yeah, your story, bro, cheers, and what brother. you do. And um, no doubt our listeners will definitely take something away from that. Hard, you never know who you meet at a kid's birthday party, yeah, eh? It's a bro. small world, bro. Mm. I, so I met the bro and a, and a plumber as well. Yep. He was like, oh, the bathrooms. And I was like, oh, yo, I need a plumber. Yeah. <laughs> so I got his card, got the bro, hooked up with the bro. And yeah. Mean. Mean. Yeah. Right, that's how it goes. Job, wisdom, got right. something for us. Yeah, we dropped it this week, boys. Oh, that, that was it? Yeah, that was it, boys. So that's Pretty uh, early. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, don't expect to make the All Blacks if you only want to go to trainings on Tuesday and Thursday. Same in life. If you want to be more, do more, and just be more. Be more. Yep. That's that's the message, eh? Mean, bro. Mm. Mean, bro. Appreciate that. Um, anyone got a word to you want to close us off on, bro? Yeah, just to our listeners too. So I'm going to make a little call too. We've got something planned for all our listeners that are here in Perth. Um, bit of a Hori's day. Um, or event, but we'll, we'll talk about some more details. So just be listening out. We'll post it up on our pages, eh, brothers? Yep. yep. Sure. Uh, got some big plans. Big plans. Bring big our plans. community together and just pretty much say thank you for what's been an awesome year. Yeah. Um, for all the support we've had on social media, all the listeners, and all the all the awesome positive feedback. So watch this space. Fifty countries, five hundred and sixteen c- cities around the world. Have really tuned in, boys. We on mm. beauty. Shop us. for us. Hey. Yes. <laughs> Good everyone, that's us for another episode. Thanks for listening. We up. Later. Cheers, Vanek.